you can make money and earn a living doing what you love? Are you tired of constantly jumping on the next business venture that makes overnight promises? Or maybe you're currently building someone else's dream, working a nine to five. I'm Shauna Parker, and I'm a life coach who helps everyday people just like you figure out how to make a living doing what you love, whether that is to bake cupcakes for a living or simply be able to read books and share with others what you have learned. You can be, do, and have anything as long as you have the right mindset, habits, and yes, faith. So grab a notebook and your favorite pen because friend, it's time to take action. Have you ever been happy but still feel like something is missing? In the last episode, we talked about success and how Tom Ziegler says that one of the byproducts of success is happiness. And maybe you have already experienced that stage of life, or maybe you're desperately trying to get there. No matter what stage you're currently in, it's important to understand that success and happiness are strictly circumstantial, meaning that certain things cause success and happiness to happen, which is great, but it also means that that kind of happiness is temporary. And in all honesty, it depends on the next thing that you do and the next thing after that. It's the same as setting and hitting an an ambitious goal only to set and go after another one and another one and another one after that. So what if I told you that there is something way better than happiness? What if I told you you can enjoy the fruits of your labor? What if you had joy? I'm talking about true joy. The kind of joy that lights you up inside and motivates you to do better. The kind of joy that gets you up in the morning and keeps you going even when obstacles arise. Did you know that true joy comes from helping other people be, do, and have more than they ever thought possible? Tom Ziegler says in his book, Choose to Win, that joy is the fruit of your labor, when your words and actions allow others to release the potential inside of them. He goes on to share that this is why parenting is both joyful and frustrating at the same time. I don't know about you, but I definitely got that. However, unlike happiness, which is dependent on our current circumstance, joy can be experienced at any moment. In the book, Choose to Win, Tom shares the story of a young woman who walked through what he calls the furnace of life and how she got to the stage of significance. And it's a really good story. But instead of sharing that story with you, I felt led to share my own furnace story. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever heard my story, but you will probably hear it a lot from this point on because my story is what brought me to where I am right now. I'm in the process of writing a short book that explains my story in more detail, but until then, I will just share the gist of it. And I did share my story in detail on another podcast on The Letters From Home. You can find that episode on, um, it's called The Letters Letters From Home, and then it's like the Shauna Parker episode. I don't remember the date on it. However, so the gist of my story is that in 2009, I gave birth to my son, who is now 14 years old. And when I gave birth to him, I should have died. I know that may sound extreme, but it's true. Even the doctors told me I should have died. What was supposed to be a normal inducement turned into a very, I don't don't know how, messy situation. See, I was faced with two choices. 
I was dilated to a sixth and the nurse had me pushing. Long story short, doctor came in, told me I had two choices, either give birth naturally and risk my son having cerebral palsy or go back for an emergency emergency cesarean. So of course, as a mom, I, I chose the emergency cesarean, even though I knew inside it was probably going to kill me. Like I said, I'm just sharing the gist of the story. So after my son was born, I woke up in the ICU two days later on life support. And my, my baby doctor explained that I had hemorrhage and I lost seven liters of blood. She also explained that our bodies only hold eight liters of blood. Therefore, it is impossible to lose seven liters and live through it. Then the ICU doctor came in and he told me that I shouldn't be alive. And you would think that having an experience like this would have you thinking, wow, a second chance of life. I'm going to do all these great things. But unfortunately, at least I thought it was unfortunate at the time. I couldn't help but wonder, why did God save me? Again, I'll go into more detail in the book about exactly what experience I had on that table because I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't see bright lights and I didn't float above my body. So with that thought, why did God save me? I felt myself in this deep depression that I kept very quiet from my friends and family for like six or seven years. At the time, I was married to a man that was very abusive, both verbally and mentally, which didn't help the situation at all. So by 2020 or 2012, we had divorced and I found myself a single mom of two. And my depression actually lasted until from 2009 to 2016, which that's when I made the decision to snap out of it and he just hand everything over to God. But it took me to lose everything, and I mean literally everything in 2015 to get to that point where I surrendered to the Lord. I know my entire life up until that point when I surrendered everything to God was simply me walking through the furnace of life. All the business ventures I started and failed got me to where I am today. All the late night thoughts of why God, why me, got me to where I am today. Like I said, I plan to write a short book in more detail of my furnace story because I truly believe that my furnace story began the day that I was born. And I believe that yours began the day that you were born too. But there was some specific occasion in your life that brought you to where you are today. So this all led me to where I am today, just as your story has led you to where you are. This all got me to thinking about people in the Bible and their furnace stories. So a a while back, I think it was in 2020, when I kind of went through my little, uh, I call it a midlife crisis after I was laid off from a job that I thought I would retire from. I was like, okay, God, what am I going to do now? I took this quiz um, and it was a quiz about who are you most like in the Bible? And it turns out that I am most like Moses. I'm a do it right kind of gal that must have all the details before proceeding forward. And just like Moses, I struggle with, I struggled my entire life with my purpose. And I felt that my gifts of encouragement and discernment never really mattered. I often keep to myself and I tend to get trapped in my mind of negative thinking. (laughs) I still do this. And just like Moses, I have a great heart for people, but I often wonder why I can't express myself. I am very organized and structured, but I struggle with perfectionism, just like Moses did. 
I have big dreams and I often feel as if I'm, I'm not living up to my full potential. Just like Moses, I can become very rebellious against anyone who tells me what to do unless I have respect for them. Sometimes I spend too much time in my head dwelling on the what-ifs instead of taking action. Remember when Moses did this? And finally, just as Moses feared failure, I too feared failure. And anything that doesn't meet my high standards is simply unsuccessful. This was all really hard for me to hear. But it's important that we hear the truth. If you never get to the bottom of why you do what you do and you don't do what you should be doing, then how will you ever know what is keeping you stuck? But more importantly, how will you ever step into the stage of, sig- of significance? How will you ever help others be, do, and have more than they ever thought possible if you aren't there yourself? What if, what if you took the time to step out of the furnace by renewing your mind, as the Bible tells us in Romans 12 too? so that you can finally help others and also step into the final stage of legacy. This is all possible for you, just as it was possible for me. It took me a little longer just as it did Moses because I didn't understand where my thoughts of unworthiness were coming from. But once I understood the exact thoughts that were holding me back, I was able to replace those lies with biblical truth and move forward in my God-given calling. And you can do the same. I can help you achieve the success that God has laid out for you, the success that he has laid on your heart. You might be thinking, well, that's all great, Shauna, but uh, were you just talking a few episodes back about how you were in debt and struggling with some unexpected bills? And maybe this is me getting in my head again, but yes. Yes, I was talking about that. But that is my journey, not yours. My circumstances will never be your circumstances. Once I started doing what I truly love to do these past few weeks, which is to work on my mindset and my goals, that is when God showed me exactly why I've been stuck in survival mode once again. All this time I was thinking the thought, I'm doing all the things, yet nothing is working for me. But here's the hardcore truth. I may have been doing all the things, but I wasn't thinking the right thoughts. You probably hear this all the time, that your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings determine your actions, the actions that you take or sometimes don't take, and those actions determine your outcome. However, it's so easy to think that I can do this, to find yourself stuck in that same mindset, that same exact spot that you were stuck in months earlier or even sometimes years later. I'm doing all the things, but nothing is working. And this may be true. You may be doing all the things, but are you thinking the right things? This is where I come in. When you work with me, I'm going to help you identify and replace your limiting beliefs and habits with biblical ones. I'm going to help you replace your negative and scarcity and lack mindset with abundance. You will learn how to master your mindset so that you don't fall back into those old habits of self-sabotage. And when you do, you can immediately recognize it like I did. You'll gain clarity in who you are and what you offer so that you become so confident in your offer that you feel sorry for people when they don't, when they don't buy from you, when they don't work with you. You'll become so convicted to represent your values and principles in a way that honors God. Here's the really hilarious part of all this. This was my original offer when I very first started this podcast, but somehow along the way, I fell back into old habits of self-sabotage. I thought, 
working with a business coach was the answer. Then I thought working with a marketing coach was the answer. Then I worked with another business coach only to become so confused on my offer that I was all over the place and feeling stuck yet again, thinking the thoughts I'm doing all the things, but nothing is working. All this time, all I had to do was think the right thoughts. If you're ready to think the right thoughts and finally experience the kind of success that God has laid so heavy on your heart, then let's chat. I have some 15 minute slots available where I'm going to ask you some questions and I'm going to tell you almost immediately what's holding you back. Of course, I only have a few slots open each week, so be sure to schedule your call immediately. I'll put the link down in the show notes. That's all I have for today. I look forward to talking with you and helping you be, do, and have more than you ever thought possible. As always, I'm going to leave you with something to think about. This is a quote that I heard yesterday on another podcast, but I wanted to share because it hit me really hard. It's by Vance Havner. How you live is what you believe. The rest is just talk. Real quick, before you go, if you got value or learned something new, would you mind leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts? This helps others to find the podcast so that they too can make money doing what they love. And remember, with the right mindset, habits, and faith, the possibilities are endless. Need help figuring it all out? Then you're going to want to check out my How to Make Money Doing What You Love Masterclass. Check the show notes to learn more.